Hi folks, welcome to season five of Shine Time Radio, a weekly unedited podcast exploring all things tarot and coaching with some wonderful chit chats and life musings thrown in. I'm Jenny Robertson, the tarot reader, coach and space holder behind Shine Time Coaching. I'm a Rainer Institute trained coach, a heart-centered reader, and lifelong learner, your trail buddy and introverted cheerleader. This space is for the dreamers, triers, and magic makers looking for a more intuitive, gentle, and supportive way back to themselves. Hi everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Shine Time um, Coaching uh, and Shine Time Radio. Uh, this week, I want to speak a little bit about something that I mentioned in last week's podcast. So last week, I shared about the Aries um, energies <laughs> that can be quite challenging. Um, and it's all about, you know, you can go back and have a listen to that. But we spoke a lot about um, real sense of clearing and assessing foundations, our foundational things. And one of the things I mentioned was that sometimes when we clear and assess and work on our sort of basic foundational stuff, we don't actually have to have the new thing in mind. It doesn't have to be present. The new thing that might come for us, that's going to come for us, doesn't need to be present when we are doing the clearing. Like we don't need to clear something knowing what's going to come in. And I think that's really challenging <laughs> for so many of us. I think it's a super challenging thing because you're relying then on trust it's a massive trust process massively so it got me thinking about what are the dynamics in tarot where they we look at this so very specifically um and so i'm going to share about the three cards that in the major arcana and i wonder if you can guess what they might be <laughs> which apply to this theory, this sort of theme, and actually would be massive supports during this time. If you're somebody who knows they need to clear things away or feel that there's a work, they're doing work around clearing something. Um, and then there's that question of, but what for? So the what for, you know, it's, we don't know. We don't always know. It's, but you can't, you'll never know <laughs> if you don't make the space for it to begin with, right? So it's really important to do the space clearing thing so that there's, there's room for that. Um, and so I'm going to talk to you today about the three cards. They come together. They're a package deal. I actually can rarely ever speak about these three cards without speaking about the other. You know, I can't speak about each, each of them without speaking about all three. In my mind, these three are come together. <laughs> You've got your hanged being. Okay. Um, so it's 12, shocker, 13, <laughs> death card. And then 14 is temperance. And temperance comes at the end if you follow the structure of um, the rows of the major arcana with the fool as zero at the top and then three rows of seven. Chariot being the end of row one, temperance being the end of row two, and the world or universe being at the end of row three. And they're very... Uh, um, threshold type energies but you need to look then at what comes leading up to each of those rows to the final card in each of the rows and where the threshold what the threshold is for you <laughs> so I mean the culmination of row two with the hanged being get them in the right order here I don't even I don't even realize is this 
reverse. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Hanged being and then death and then temperance. You know, these cards are threshold, the thresh, a threshold thing. I mean, they are transformation and with a capital T. They are the essence of clearing of something dying off, something being released so that something new can grow, right? Like that is, if you think about the trees in a season, especially in the Northern Hemisphere, the leaves die in the tree first, right? So the hanged being is the dying process. It's the leaf dying. <laughs> the death card is where the final last release comes, where the leaf is taken or moved from the tree. That's like the final last act. But what we already know scientifically is that the next bud for the next season's leaves, leaves are, is already there. It's already there. So it's making space for that. What that leaf is going to look like, how big it's going to grow, is it going to grow, the shape it's going to take. Yes, we might know generally just by the tree, but if we're looking at like a microscopic level we you know we don't know from the outside we don't know what that leaf's that bud's going to turn into 100 percent. we have a general idea but you get my point <laughs> um so if that's a really basic thing another another we're not trees obviously we're also not caterpillars and butterflies but it's really really lovely um imagery to kind of consider so we obviously would look at the caterpillar to butterfly a caterpillar giving up, finally suspending its, literally suspending itself <laughs> in its cocoon. And then the death process is like that caterpillar ceases to be a caterpillar and it's not quite yet a butterfly. It's this in-between thing of like goo, <laughs> like messy, yucky goo um, sitting in that and so there's that hanged being into like the final death thing of being just goo. What's more trusting than that caterpillar to, to, to go through that process of turning into goo that then becomes a butterfly? <laughs> um, which would be the gentle, tender new thing of temperance. So um, I wanted to speak about that today because I do feel like they're really, it's a really important support system people who are new to tarot um are scared of the death card right i mean death come on <laughs> like of course of course it can come across as a big scary but as lindsay mack says there are no cards that are um bad cards every card energy is for us it's medicine for us and i think that it's considering in our lives something, a process, something that wants, that is ready to go, that wants to go or is ready to go, um, or that we need to go, let go. So I'm going to read, I love this book. This book is a wonderful book for anyone who um, holds space for others, which I would say probably is everybody in some way, some capacity. And I think the world would be a better place if we all read this book. <laughs> but 
uh, Heather does talk about um, liminal space in particular. She has a whole chapter on it. And I all I kept thinking is that's hanged being death and temperance. That's the death card. Um, and it's so just to say what she says here is liminal space is a period in which something, whether it's a sci social hierarchy, excuse me, culture, beliefs, traditions, identity, etc., has been dissolved and a new thing has not yet emerged to take its place. For example, the journey your friend makes through grief from expectant mother to a new identity as a childless mother after suffering a miscarriage. Um, it's that period of uncertainty, ambiguity, ambiguity, restlessness, fear, discomfort, and anguish. It's the space between when a trapeze artist lets go of one bar and doesn't yet know where they will be able to catch, whether they will be able to catch the other bar. Um, yeah, it's like that big space, right? Um, and that's my job in this work that I do with coaching with the tarot and coaching individuals, reading for others, but as, and particularly my one-to-one -one coaching is holding space for people. And the, what I've learned around holding space from that book has been unbelievable. But it's that in-between bit. And I think that when we sit with the themes around what is our relationship to self-trust? What is our relationship to um, control? You know, how do we can try and control the things that we are that are uncontrollable? Do we have that understanding of what we are in control of and what we are not in control of? Um, there's an element of looking at our understanding of our self-worth around something new and change and getting rid of things that aren't working for us. Some people hang on to things because they think this is all I'm worth. Um, which is big, big work. <laughs> um, and I think that what I would say is if you can get kind of messy with yourself in terms of sensing into something that is not as, is, is feeling like you, you need to, it's ready to go with the hanged being, there's an element of, um, surrender to that right but you'll notice the energy around this card isn't a passive surrender right the energy of this card is quite an activated like there's like an active energy to it this person has chosen it looks like to surrender because actually their hands are free and a lot of cards the hands are out a lot of cards they show the hanged um being other way around to show that actually there's a choice here there's a choice here and it's how you participate in your own in the surrender that needs to happen what supports do you need for yourself to engage with that fully um what shifts and change need to happen so that you can release it and let things go um what communication and boundaries need to happen so that that there's space around that thing to be released is are there environments or people or activities that you can no longer engage in or that you need a break from so that you can do this work um how much space are you able to give yourself to do the work that's here for you to do around the release thing you know people are 
I've never spoken to people so much who are, you know, on their knees with things. And in those survival moments, it's really difficult to get a sense of what even needs to go. Sometimes it feels like it all needs to go. And actually, when we're in the survival sort of panic or that like just trying to get through the day thing, it can feel like that. But actually, one or two shifts can make a massive, massive difference for folks. So once we've done a little work around the hanged being, we've created our cocoon. <laughs> we've um, understand what, what, what it is that we're ready to release. We've done a lot of work around it, thinking, um, processing, processing, processing. It's a huge processing. It's an active card as much as it looks like it's not. It's an active card. The work is there for people to do around processing what needs to go. It's that whole like feel, deal, heal thing, right? Like even being willing to identify what it is, that's work. Being um, able to understand the structures in place that are enabling this thing that we no longer want to stay, that allows it to stay. Um, understanding what kind of shifts and space we might need and able to release the thing that needs to go. Sometimes it's a tiny little pivot and a shift and it makes a massive difference. Sometimes it's a bigger thing. So we've done that and now we are in the death process the actual death dying process. And that is the ultimate trust card. It's how do you let something, how do you finally, like the final bit of release, the finally, final let, letting go of this thing, of this thought, this belief, this structure, this um, relationship, this activity, whatever it is mindset, whatever it is that you need to release. That is the final piece of the work there. But then, then we have this beautiful little tender thing, right? Temperance is a really, I, it's a, it's a tough energy for a lot of people because it's around, it's very tender. There's a real, there's a lot of water. So there's lots to do with like healing. I liked it. To me, it's like, um, has similar, but deeper feels to like the star energy. And it is very gentle. So you've released the thing and now we've got this space. And if we're not careful, we could fill the space up with things that we think we should be doing, things that we could fill it up with another thing that we're going to have to do work around later on. It's very easy in our society to fill in gaps and spaces where with more doing more activity more things more consumption more 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 and I think one of the hardest things I've had to engage with is putting things down and letting there be space because I still feel guilty with the amount of space I've created actively have created that my family and I have worked really hard to actively create for ourselves but for me in particular around the work that I do I still have a huge amount of guilt when I'm doing my restorative stuff that I should be doing more productive things as if me resting isn't the most productive thing I could be doing. Um, and we're, I, you know, I'm very aware of teaching and engaging with my son in the same way around the amount of space, not filling his days with stuff, right? That he sh we feel like he should be doing. And next thing you know, he's... <laughs> He has a lot on. He has a lot that he is interested, in, but he has a lot of downtime as well. 
Um, and it's really important to us that that happens because it's a value we've recognized in our family. Luckily, both my husband and I are on the same page that we really value, <coughs> excuse me, <laughs> we really value restorative times. Mm -hmm. I'm still dealing with this, whatever this is. Um, but yes, so it's a really important, important aspect of remembering and reminding ourselves that nothing can come for us if there isn't room for it. Nothing can um, new or even something that we're bringing back, something that really we relate to that is fundamental to who we are and that reminds us of who we are. And that's like a coming home thing, a homecoming thing. There's, if there's no room for it, there's no room for it, right? It's not gonna, it's not gonna show up. It's not gonna be available to us. So how do we make that space and then hold the space? Hold. <laughs> and when I'm talking about space, I'm not just meaning like sometimes it is physical space. Sometimes it's physically moving stuff out so that you have more room for yourself and more room to make magic in and to think in and to, to create in. Sometimes it's brain space. So it's letting go of things we always felt like we had to do or should have to do or should be this and we should be doing that. And we should, 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 hate the shoulds here. Question the shoulds. Um, sometimes it's time, clearing time for ourselves so that we can sit with ourselves and do the things that make us feel whole and restful and restored and um, connected and all those good things that we're looking for. So sometimes it's that. Sometimes it's boundaries around ourselves about what we're letting in and the energy we're letting in and the energy we're expending out because that can be just as bad if we have a hard boundary in and we're not letting anything in, but we're still giving out tons of, you know, energy to others. That's imbalanced as well, right? So it's like an energetic space. Like what is the space around myself that I am engaging in? Um... Oh my goodness, there's just, yeah, space and always. So actually that might be a good post to do. I usually do a shine time definition of something. And I think I'll do one on space because it feels like something that would be, sometimes you get used to saying the word, right? And it becomes almost like, what do you mean by that? So um, these three cards, extremely supportive. If you are in a time of transition, if you're in a time of, um change if you're in a time of release 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 work i think there's the biggest gift i can say in this is that sometimes often you don't have to know what's coming and what what is going to fill that space up it something will come if you clear the space for it and you get really connected to yourself and you feel like you're work moving a bit more in alignment you're thinking more in alignment with who you are you know deep down connected with that inner knowing the thing that is meant to come <laughs> will have space to come um and that's the trusting part that's just the trusting and the process part which is really difficult i think if you can just notice the times that you feel pulled to engage with something new before you've even cleared something away. It's a good question mark for you, a good gen getting gently curious about it. If you notice that you've done the clearing work and now you're like scanning, scanning, scanning for the new thing to add, um, another gentle curiosity for you to get kind of curious about yourself with that, what's happening there, what is, 
what's the fear of leaving space? What comes up for you when you kind of consider leaving space for yourself? Yeah, I'm going to leave it there. It's a big one. <laughs> These are big ones and they're, they're really beautiful when they come up in readings. Often if one comes up, I'll talk about all three because I just don't see how you can not talk about all three. Often when one comes up, it tells me whereabouts people are in that journey of this work of these three cards so if they're at the temperance i'm like oh you've done the work <laughs> and there's a new there's a space here for you and how can we tend to that space in a really tender tender way in a really gentle way and really um boundaried and encapsulated way um and if someone if i get pull the death card i'm like oh you're in it <laughs> and if i pull the hanged being i know that they're on the journey so um, these three cards are like deeply entwined for me um, and the energies for them. And so um, I just want to share that because I think this time of year pulls a lot of people towards clearing, clearing, clearing. And then what next? What next? What next? Like, and I think maybe we can also just take a breath and think maybe nothing's next right now in this moment. Maybe the job is the clearing. Maybe. <laughs> Thank you for joining me and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for joining me here in this space. You can find out more about the work I do over on the website, which is shinetimecoaching.com, as well as over on Instagram at shinetime underscore coaching. If you enjoyed the podcast today, it would mean an awful lot to this human if you would consider leaving a weed review on your podcast listening platform of choice. I hope your month is full of what you want and even more of what you need. Until next month, take care, lovelies.